What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode three. Episode three of Let's Talk Ball. It is my guys Brendan and PV here again today. What's up, fellas? What's up? How you doing, Mo? Uh, we here. We here. Another day. Another day. What a great day at that. Because now we are here for the meat and potatoes of what we have always been ready for. We are. We are here to talk ball. Ball is back, ladies and gentlemen. But before we get into that. Like I always say, God, you know, saying God is great. Let's give honor to Him for putting us in the situation that we are in here today. You know, and uh, again, rest in peace to George Floyd, as we always say. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Elijah McClain, all the countless other lives that have been lost to police brutality and uh, racially. Uh, how can I put it? Racially sided crimes. You know, mm-hmm. so we just want to. Shed the light on that, like I always say every episode, and I will continue to say every episode. Let's put the light towards that, put our focus in towards making a uh, making a change, doing the best we can in any way possible. Any fellas, y'all got something to uh, piggyback on? Anything to say on that? No, I'm all set. I'm all set, bro. All right, you covered every time. I'm sure as we even get to the point. <clears throat> Ready, already. Now let's let's get started. Now while we are on that topic. Of Black Lives Matter, as we can see, or well, as if some of y'all saw, uh, saw, uh, as some of as some of y'all seen, the uh, NBA put the hashtag Black Lives Matter on the main court, right? And to me, I feel like that's that's a testament to those who uh, said that they uh they, they don't feel that the NBA or the players can uh have a season because it will take away from the movement that's going on. But as you can see, this is on national TV, and they have the the movement on the main court that right. they play on every day. And I feel like there's no other – I mean, there, there's plenty of other ways, but to make a statement like that on the first day of scrimmages, not the game, this is, these are only scrimmages. Right. You know, not uh, – a, a, a lot of the superstars aren't even there, you know, and it's just – I'm glad to see that, you know, I was actually pretty shocked to see that, you know, and I feel like, I feel like it's going to get even better because as we all see the, uh, the players now, when they, when they get into the, the, the press conferences, they're not answering any basketball questions. They're bringing the light to everything, the, uh, to the mayor of Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken, that hasn't um, brought charges to the officers, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like, this is going to be this is this is a step in the right direction. How about you guys? Yeah, I agree most definitely. Paul George commented yesterday and said he, like you said, he wasn't taking any any questions pertaining to basketball. He was keeping it strictly Black Lives Matter movement. Anything that pertained to that, those are the questions that he wanted to answer. He said he wasn't answering any more basketball questions um, for the duration of the time that he was in Orlando. So much respect to PG for doing that. And then um, you know the league is predominantly black, so if you look at it. It's seventy-five percent of the players in the NBA that's you know black or minor minority players. So I feel like it was a great move for the league to go ahead and put the Black Lives Matter on the actual court, so it could bring awareness to people that are still in the dark that aren't really you know in tune with what's really going on. And then the league also gave the you know the guys the opportunity to put a few choice words um, to choose from on the back of their jerseys opposed to putting their uh their last names on there. I don't know if you guys saw that, but they they yeah, they gave them they gave them a a bunch of different words that they that they could put on there and and you know, just to create more awareness for the situation. So I feel like 
the league is doing what they need to do to bring awareness, and it's, it's good for the, it's good for everybody. Yeah, I'm kind of piggyback off what you guys said. You guys pretty much covered it. Um, you know, it just comes to a test. Like I always say, Adam Silver is, um, he's always kind of two steps ahead of every commissioner in a sense. So I feel like now that he's done, I feel like every you know other commissioners may try something. Um, you know, it's good to see, like PB said, um, some athletes will do it, some athletes won't. Like LeBron's not doing it. I found that kind of interesting. Anthony Davis is not doing it, but Jimmy Butler and some athletes will. Giannis are doing it. So mm-hmm. I feel like now that the NBA has done it, um, and other you know, other sports have seen it. You know, we've also seen in the MLS, they had, they nailed the first right. game, the team from Philadelphia. Um, also in baseball, I thought that was very interesting. The Giants nailed before their scrimmage. Um, mm. So it, it's it's getting interesting now and kind of, it's getting interesting to see what's going to happen next. And, you know, it's just, I, I love it. You know, I, I think it's, which it should have always been that way. I think the NBA has given guys a lot of freedom. Um, it was just the other leagues as far as, like, now we have to see what football is going to do and things like that. So right. I think that the NBA, once again, is setting the precedent of how you should, you know, act going forward. <clears throat> yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Well, uh, let's uh, move move past this topic right now. Let's get into the – let's get into it, you know. Um Start off, Russ and Harden. We have we have confirmed that uh, Russell Westbrook is going to rejoin the team in Orlando if he hasn't already, and James Harden is there as well. This, uh, from what we were talking about uh, a couple episodes ago, me and PV were. Um, it's 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 interesting now that we have the guys back. You know, we can. Possibly see what goes on, but so far there has been a uh, a single positive COVID test, and it and uh, CJ McCollum said he's he's proud of uh, how Adam Silver and the NBA has handled the safety, you know, and, and that is the number one priority: is safety of the players, training staff, and everybody that is involved with this bubble. And you know, uh, with how with, with with everything that is going on, to not have one, it's like yeah, this team uh, sports where it's minimal minimal players and staff like like basketball and some in some instances soccer and baseball you don't have a lot to worry about a lot of people to uh worry about going to all these other places and bring it back bring back uh germs and all this other stuff you 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 keep them in the confined spaces it's it's gonna work out you know like the proof is in the pudding as we see right now so i feel like mm-hmm. this is 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 going on to the right spot now aside i i lied i take that back eric bledsoe did test positive but uh i i can't remember if that was in the bubble or he was already home and then he uh found out that he couldn't go because he tested positive i'm not too sure on that but uh yeah i'm not too sure about that either i don't know well, Again, we'll look that up. We'll look that up a little bit later. But uh, we also have uh, Justice Winslow mm-hmm. from the Grizzlies. He is out for the season. He had gotten hurt in practice, and for 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 the Grizzlies, it's kind of they need as many people as they can. And Justice Winslow is a guy that can give great energy. I feel off the bench, right? Uh, offensively, you're not asking a lot from him. Just hit the open jumper or make the layup. You know. And hit your free throws possibly, but they needed him mainly on the dip on the defensive side. You know, that'll that'll have been perfect for him. And his career is kinda 
kind of been shaky since he uh, ever since he left Duke. You know, I feel like he hasn't reached the uh, the potential, and I feel like he's gotten caught by the injury bug as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that whole that whole Duke team that won the championship that year. You look at Jaleel Okafor, Justice Winslow. Honestly, out of all of them, Quinn Cook has had the best career out of everybody off of that team. Yeah. Quinn Cook's been steady. He got two rings. About he maybe possibly get a third one this year. So talking about that Duke team, man, nobody from that team has really lived up to to potential. Grayson Allen included. Yeah, but where 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 is Grayson Allen right now? Where is he even at? Memphis. He with he, the Grizzlies. He with the he, Grizzlies. Is he on the G League team? Because I didn't know he made it up to the roster. I, I don't know. I know he's with the Grizzlies, though. I know that for sure. But he might. He might be yes. on the G League team. He no. I I want to say he's on the active roster, and I don't want to say that be wrong. But I could could have sworn when I last saw him play, he was on the active roster. Um, he they pulled him out because he was originally with uh, Utah, if I'm correct. Yeah, right. yeah. He was um, and then he moved over. I I just think. I mean, the Grizzlies. It's just a couple of times. I mean, the Grizzlies for me wouldn't have made an impact anyway. I don't know how severe the injury is, and I think a lot of guys um, that are on teams that aren't contenders, if they get if they get a little injured, they're not going to come back. And I think the only reason why why Rondo is going to come back is because the Lakers are a contender. Right. If I'm I'm the same way. If I'm on a non-contender and I get hurt, I might as well just go ahead and just go home. I mean, I, that's why we don't know the severity of the injury, but. The Grizzlies are, in my eyes, going to be a contender in the West. So I feel like his age and then the team is probably just like go home. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with you, Brendan. I agree 100%. Yeah. And then uh, as goes for another guy that is leaving the bubble, which leads us into our first scrimmage of the of the, of the day yesterday, um, Patrick Beverly of the Clippers. He lost – not lost, but he left the bubble due to personal reasons. We don't – We'll know the extent, you know, wish him well and everything. Uh, if it turns out that he may not return, this may be a uh, a big loss to the Clippers. Not having yeah. Patrick Beverly on that uh, on that defensive end and on that offensive end because he can hit open jumper. Let's not let's not let's not disrespect. You know what I'm saying, Beverly? Right. Like like I see a lot of people do. Um, Patrick Beverly is that annoying guy that. Is always going to be in your ear, always going to be in your space. He won't let you breathe. Right. You know, you got to have a guy like that. In a situation like this, you need as much hustle as you can get, you know, because some guys your shot may not hit. You may need those extra extra hustle points, those uh, save, those save uh, the, the balls going to the bounds, saving those back in play, keeping the, keeping, the, keeping the game alive. You know, that's what Patrick mm-hmm. Beverly does. And to, to possibly lose him is kind of tough. And I think uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you guys go on it, but uh, after I say this, but after watching yesterday, uh, of course I say every every, every team I'm gonna say this, but nerves I, I can tell nerves kind of hit people. You know they were they were playing a little timid. There was a little wild uh, passes weren't as crisp. Lot of live and diving for the ball outside. Eric passes just and of course it's like I said first game. Nerves. I want to see what happens. Uh, I don't know how many scrimmages they have left, but I want to see what happens with the next uh, two or three games if they have any before these uh, before the uh, the actual season restarts. You know, because not really. I, I 
I'm not really too impressed from what I saw from the Clippers, and they did play the whole game. Granted, it was again a scrimmage. It's not doesn't mean anything. It's just one of those to have fun, get your get your feet back under you. But uh, no, nah, I, I wasn't too impressed with the Clippers. I mean, I had the same fear of them as I did before this whole COVID happened and everything. So, uh, cool with them. Then the Magic. I like the Magic. I, I feel like the Magic can be a sweeper. You know, if they really start hitting, uh, hitting all, um, uh, hitting all cylinders. Um, Vucevic is a is a great uh, high post, low post player. You know, he's improved his game a lot over the years. He's gonna be a, he's, he's gonna be a key factor. And Terrence Ross, Terrence Ross has to hit on a regular basis. He has to have at least 15, 20 points a game for them to be competitive. Mm-hmm. And DJ Augustine has to uh, also be consistent as well. Although he has. It, DJ Augustine shows his uh his his importance to a team uh in spurts. You know, he'll he'll have those games where he goes for 20, 25, and it's like we shooting lights out. Then it, then he has a game where he goes for maybe 10 to 12, and it's like, what are you doing? You know, so he has to he has to stay on the straight and narrow and be and, and be as consistent as possible for them to uh for them to, for them to really make some noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll piggyback off of what you said, Mouth. Um the Clippers, they um, they're a deep team. So during this stretch, I think it's good that the league actually put these these preseason scrimmages, just so the guys get their rhythm and flow back. Um, I think it's good instead of just throwing them back into the fire. Okay, saying, oh yeah, let's let's just go straight into the playoffs. I think it was good that they did that. But um, going back to Patrick Beverly, they said he was he's gonna be out for a family emergency. It wasn't COVID related, so I think he is gonna come back at some point. It, it's just a matter of when that is. And then Montrez Harrell as well. He left because of family emergency as well, um, not COVID related. So I think both of those guys will will come back once the actual games start um, at the end of this month. And even if they don't, they're they're not in a predicament where they have to play and get into the playoffs. They're already in the playoffs, and I don't think they really care where their seed really is because obviously there's no more home court advantage. So it doesn't matter. Everybody's playing. You got to go through everybody if you want to win the championship. So it doesn't matter about home court advantage anymore. So really, you could throw C's out the window. So I feel like the Clippers, they'll be fine um, until those guys until those guys come back. It's really when the playoffs start is when they'll really miss Patrick Beverly and Montrez Hill if those guys decide they're not coming back because of their family emergencies back home. But for the regular season, the Clippers are deep enough to win games with uh with what they got. They got a they got a deep roster. And then the magic, like you say, is it, it comes down to them being able to knock down shots. I watched a couple of highlights yesterday. I didn't watch that game live, but I watched it um, on YouTube, the highlights. The magic, it just comes down to them making their open threes. Like they, like you said, they play inside out. Um, Aaron Gordon's got to be consistent. Terrence Ross has to be consistent. It just can't be uh, Vucevic by himself being the only consistent scorer. It's got to be those three, you know, spearheading the offense. Um, so I'll go into it. Um, I think, you know, Patrick Beverly, I was watching it. I, I like PV said, I watched the highlights of it. Um, and I think that the Clippers offense looked a little bit more fluid without Patrick Beverly. Um, I'm not saying I was impressed, but from what I saw, they spaced the floor actually a little bit better. Everybody on the, the court was a score from Reggie Jackson to uh, Magruder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Magruder has to be big for them. I was watching. I was like, man, they get Magruder off the ball, and now they have Reggie Jackson. They can push him off the ball. Um, 
I think that, but they missed him and Montrez on defense, which we all knew. Um, mm-hmm. I think Joe Kim Noah is cool, but he looked a little slow to me. He just, I just don't see him contributing, especially on the defensive end, like for them and pick and roll. I would pick and roll Joe Kim Noah all day long, all day, um, all day long, and put him in space and see. He can't guard. He just can't guard anybody anymore. Exactly like you said. Um, I think he fits in pretty good, but he just like the Clippers. If they're going to rely on defense, and they have to set, rely on defense. But yesterday, I feel like they were trying to figure out the offensive end more. Um, I think Paul George looked good. Uh, mm-hmm. He looked back. Mm-hmm. He looked like he, he had a step quicker. I was watching. I was like, man, um, he looks spa- like this. The floor just—I don't know if y'all too saw, but the floor just looked spaced out more. I was like, man, like the Clippers, if they if they put Pat Bev down, Reggie Jackson and Magruder can be the one and the two. Or they can go one, two, three with Lou Williams as well. We know what we're going to get from Lou Williams. That's always, you know, that's yeah. just consistent. Lou will. Right. It can be fine. Um, but I think Paul George is the one that kind of stuck out to me. And I was like, man, PG looks good. He's attacking. He looks fluid. Um, I think Kawhi was kind of just chilling. I think Kawhi was letting PG kind of do his thing. Kawhi, you know, because right. we know what we're going to get from Kawhi. But I think Paul George needed that um, – that game right there to kind of get his confidence back. Um, I, I I can agree with you guys on the Magic. Um, I was a little shocked. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't been yeah. watching the Magic too much. But like you come on Chich, right, Vujicic and uh, you know, Vujicic and Terrence Ross, they kind of have to do their thing. But we just don't know. Like you said, we don't know what we're gonna get from Terrence Ross. It's up and down. So we just kind of kind of got to see. But I kind of want to make a point. Did you guys see how the bench was set up? Yeah, and how I like that, that. as a player, I like being by myself. Like, if I want to come out the game and sit on the third row, I can do that. I actually like kind of how they had the setup. It wasn't a bad. I didn't really miss the fans. Like, I was, I wasn't like, dang, like the fans aren't there. They put fake fans in the background. But I was as far as how the bench, I was weak. That was hilarious. Yeah, because they had the fake. Yeah, that was funny. But I was saying how the bench is set up. I was like, wow, like that's actually not bad. Like, I, right. as a player, I would not mind that. You know, kind of if I come out of the game, I can kind of be in my own little spot. I don't have to be right on top of somebody. So right. I think the NBA did a great job of that too. And I feel like um, I don't know what game it was, but they had the commentators on there, and they the one um, own, the, uh, in their own the, house, I think it was right. But the one blonde-headed um, reporter, she's really good. I can't think of her name. I want to say it's Laura. She was like, you know, it was like Laura. She's a younger. She was on. I, I don't know if it was the Clippers or the Grizzlies, but she talked about how much space there was and I was like man it looks like there's a lot more space on these courts than it was it just it I like the way that the NBA has has set it up and especially the bench that that kind of stuck out I was like man like if I'm a player or if I'm a coach I don't mind being having my own little space kind of when I on the bench so I think that was good so I'm, I, I just wanted to point that out about um what I noticed during the first game mm-hmm. <clears throat> I saw that too and it's funny because they're uh I, I've been watching uh JaVel McGee's vlog and the guy Matthias uh Matisse Stiwell from the Sixers. I've been watching their vlogs on YouTube and uh in in, in, in their actual practices they have the chairs six feet apart. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're again they're taking all the precautions as well. Even at practice too, I want my own little spot. You know, what I mean, granted we do that anyway. But simple fact that they really have them have them all lined up against the court at six feet. It's, it's, it's pretty interesting. I actually like that idea. Well, you know, let's move on to the next game. If we don't have anything else to say on that. Um, Nuggets and the Wizards. 
know, Pete, I know you got your guy, uh, TB. You know, I didn't, I, I was in and out of this game, you know, mm-hmm. so I didn't really see much, but I, I, I saw enough. But what I, what I caught on, what I, what really caught my eye was, uh, the starting lineup. You know, I saw, I saw it from the jump. When I, when they put it on the screen, I was like, hold up. Hmm. Who's the guard? Like, who's the point? Like, who's gonna bring yeah. the ball up? And I was like, Jokic. And then I, and then Brendan, I remember, I remember us talking in, 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 in the very first episode that we never got the chance to put out. We were talking about the Nuggets and Jokic losing the weight and how you think it may affect them. He was looking all right yesterday, and I saw in the video he was in practice. That man was attacking, attacking that, attacking the basket with some, uh, with some aggression, and he looked like he was light on his feet. Yeah, and that's what I've been looking for. So I feel like Jokic losing that weight, that's going to be perfect for him. And then, uh, again, with the starting lineup, you had everybody over at least six. Six, ten, eleven. Six, yeah. Six, yeah, six, six, nine for Jeremy Grant. I'm not too sure for him, but. Yeah, he's six, nine. Yeah, that's, that's length. Like that's that's crazy. And uh, again, Jeremy Grant is athletic. He can play the he can play the three. You know, I don't know about the two, but he can definitely play the three. Then you mm-hmm. got Millsap as your four. Then Plumlee as your five. Then you have Bowl Bowl as your three. Oof, that is length. And, and then and then they did that for for I think four minutes. Then they subbed in the uh, backup point. But Harris and uh, Jamal Murray, of course, didn't play. Right. Um, but I feel like I feel like the uh, Nuggets have the best depth in the bubble when it comes to uh, length, of course. Right. They got Michael Porter Jr. You know, I want to see what he can do. I want to see if he can come in and really get busy. Like I said, Bowl Bowl, he had 16 points and six blocks his first game. You know, got the block that he came down the court, pulled up like he was Kevin Durant. You know, Jokic was calling for the ball. He was ignoring him all the way down. It was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're feeling this, so I so I want to see what you can do, Bo. Um, I like Mike Malone as the coach, man. He is he is really working this roster in the best way he can. He's really trying to get some uh, get some mismatches here with these lineups, and he he he'll, he'll definitely. I, I feel like this lineup here, he can't go into a regular game with this because it's 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 going to be it's going to be over. There's say you go against uh, the Trailblazers, who is checking. Lillard, who's checking McCollum? These boys are gonna get cooked out here. Granted, right. they with every rebound, you know, every 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 putback, but there's not gonna be there's not gonna be much fluidity on that offense. It's yeah, it'll be, be a mismatch on both ends, honestly. Yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty ugly. And now with the Wizards, I was noticing they 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 have a they have a lot of great role players. They have a lot of players that know their role and can play if they. Getting to their spots, but of course, with not having Bill or uh John out there, they definitely need a go to score, and they haven't found that person. And I don't think they will find that person until Bradley Bill and John Wall come back. And I still think they need one more person. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know what it may be. They don't have to be a superstar, they don't have to be a uh a, a Kevin Durant caliber, LeBron caliber, Kyrie doesn't have to be one of those guys, but somebody that's going to give you a consistent. Bucket can stay healthy, mainly stay healthy, play some good defense, and have some veteran leadership. I think that's what that team is lacking. You know, like they need somebody. I'm saying somebody old. Granted, you have John Wall and Brad Beal. They are veterans. But when right. it comes to leadership, and I'm saying that they're not great leaders, but those aren't the guys that are looking to lead a team 
to the championship. You know, I don't see I don't see that in those guys. So Yeah, I, I agree. They are a piece away. That's something that's gonna have to get addressed in the off season. But not a guy not a lot of guys go to Washington for free agency. Well for whatever reason that is. I love uh DC. That's one of my favorite cities to go to and visit, but a lot of guys just don't want to go play there for some reason. But um yesterday they was playing through uh Rui uh Hachimura, I don't know how you say his last name. I think that's how you say it, but um they was playing through him yesterday. He was their leading he was their leading scorer yesterday. And then they was playing through Troy Brown as well. So those are gonna be their two go to guys um as far as to go get a bucket. And those are young guys like Troy Brown, this is only his second or third year in the league. And then Rui, he's a um he's a rookie. So these guys are having to grow up real quick. Work in progress. Right. Real quick. Like you said, Mo, they got a lot of good role players. They got um, they got a lot of bigs. Um, I'm glad to see my boy Thomas back in the bubble. Um, I'm glad to see that he tested negative for for COVID when he went back. But um, the Wizards, they're not gonna make a lot of noise. This is just them developing their, their younger guys. It's good experience for them. This is what I think. This is what that's about for them. Um, but the Nuggets, like you said, they they got some depth, man. More depth than I actually you know, really realized until yesterday because they had a lot of guys sitting out and they still look lethal. So um, I don't know if y'all saw after the game. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Most of their guys, most of their guys didn't play yesterday. And then um, after the game, they they said they got a random drug test coming from my boy, uh, Bull Boy. So (laughs) they said he was going, they said he was going too crazy yesterday. They trying to get him up out of there. So I, I really fingers crossed. I hope he um he passes that drug test because I want to see what he can do, you know, throughout this um throughout this run in the bubble because he would be a, a nice piece. Like you said, he's seven foot two, can grab the rebound, go coast to coast. He showed the pull up trayway. He showed the uh he showed be able to go to the rim and finish aggressively. He just got to put a little bit more weight on himself. I know his yeah. dad was skinny too, but he uh he got to put at least ten more pounds of muscle on. But other than that, they they look dangerous. They could be they could be a sleeper team for real. If they get everybody together, they could be a they could be a problem down there. Yes, it's weird though. We we don't argue on much. I I'm you guys made great points. Um, I think that the Nuggets and if um I can't what's what's the coach's name for the Nuggets? Michael, tell me, can give me right real quick. Mike Malone. I like him. I would have done the same thing. Honestly, at the scrimmage. Let's see what we have. Right. Let's right. see if we can go big. Let's see what I and, and I think it was more of, yes. yes. I think that I think that was more coming out party for Bobo. Bo. I mean, I, if if anybody has I watched him when he was at um when he was in high school and that, his game is getting in the open floor. I mean, he was blocking shots as they taking out the rim, pulling up, hitting threes in transition. Um, I think I think he that's his game. Um, and I think. The, the Nuggets had to realize that's his game. One somebody else that stood out for me was Troy Daniels. Um, that's a big pickup for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need a knockdown shooter, and I think that Troy's time with the Lakers was very important for his game. I think he developed. Um, I don't think the Lakers was the right fit for him, so I think them moving him was good for him and for the Lakers. I think he'll be he'll he'll have good minutes for the Nuggets. Um, yesterday he kind of. He had the ball a little bit more in his hands than he normally would um, because mm-hmm. when um, Gary Harris and my man Tim Murray comes back, 
I think he'll be more spot up, and it'll be very interesting to see what they do with Bo Bo once the game cuts down a half court game because, like, we know the Wizards aren't very, they're not very good. Right. So we're we're basing that scrimmage off of everything being an open floor, and when they play the Clippers and the and the Lakers and some of the better teams in the West. We'll have to see what happens when they go in a half-court game. Where do you put Bo Bo? Do you put him in the corner? Do you get him in pick and roll? You got to kind of see. Um, and then the Jokic thing, too, I think it's going to be very interesting because, like you say, Jokic lost that weight. I saw one time Jokic get bodied by my man Hachimura. One dribble went through his chest and finished. So we got to kind of see what's going to happen when he actually plays a big back to the basket. Anthony Davis, which Anthony Davis isn't the biggest, but we're going to kind of see when it gets into a half-court game. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, we got to kind of see what happens. I think in the half court game, we see. Um, but I was kind of those; those are the guys that stick out for me from the Nuggets. I think Troy Daniels is going to be very interesting where they play him, how many minutes he plays the game. Um, for the Wizards, it's, I think PB hit on the head. I mean, you know, you got Hachimura. I like his game. He's a young guy. Um, he can develop if he develops right. He'll be good for them going down the line. Um, and with and you, like, shout out to your boy Thomas Bryant. Um, my man Mo Wagner, who's been in the gym with us, um, he played well. He played pretty good as well. But we just got to see what the Wizards, like you said, what are we going to do? Are we going to keep John Wall? John Wall has wasted your money. But I – shout out John Wall. Love to do, but he's wasted the Wizards' money. Do you go forward with Bradley Bill or do you go forward with John Wall? You have to pick one of the two. The, you can't, Bradley you can't keep – Right, and you can't keep both of them. And you know, it's just no no – it's nothing against John Wall, but John Wall has been partying his he's been partying his life away in DC. I think he needs a fresh start. Um I think you can I think Bradley Bill can be a leader. Um I think they just need one more. I think you got Thomas Bryant, Mo Wagner, you got Hachimura, you got a young core there you just gotta see. You got my man uh Nate Pierre as well at the point. So I think they just need another um another guy. I just think that John Wall, his time in DC has run its course. Um, I truly believe that um, with him being injured past couple of years, I just feel like the party scene for D.C. is just – I think he just has to move on. I think it's just him in D.C. just he, – he played – he had his time. Now they now are the Wizards, do you do one more year? Because John Wall has – he signed the max. So we just got to see right. if you give him one more year and you see or do you just say let's trade him? And then will other teams take a guy who parties? who is consistently hurt. So it should just be interesting there. But that's kind of my take on those two teams for that game there. Yeah, just a real quick thing. Uh, like you said, B, I, was saying, I like John Wall, man. I like him. I really do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, at, at a point in time, he was one of my favorite point guards. But he, again, the injury bug has been the Achilles heel for him. Like, it's just you can't stay healthy. And for, like, 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 like PV, you said, you can't, you can't pay them both. You, you, Bradley Beal's gonna want some money. John Wall is gonna want his money, and I feel like I, I'm not saying another man shouldn't tell. Uh, well, I'm not saying how he should feel about what he's worth, but you gotta look at what your production is. I can't pay you seventy some gajillion dollars a year, and you're not even on the court, bro. Like you, the the the, the majority of the time in your contract year has been spent in the training room. Mm-hmm. You know, and in the doctor's office, like you haven't, you haven't been here on this court. You know, again, some stuff you can't help. You know, what I'm saying you, you're you're an injury prone guy, but you, like 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 you said, Brendan, you partying and doing all this other stuff when you could be in the gym trying to win. You know, we may not be in the situation right now. 
you know, we may not be in a situation where we got to think of, man, should we should we trade you? Or should we just let side try try this over again? You know, re- try to rekindle this flame. It's just, it's it's not going to work anymore. I feel like I feel like they should just really cut ties with John Wall and really build around Bradville and then try and get some some kind of veteran piece. You know, some kind of some some kind of player that has a that has a voice, uh, a respected voice. I'm not saying John Wall isn't respected, but you need somebody a little bit more sturdy. You know, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Who's the coach of that team again? Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks, yeah. Scott Brooks got to go. Gosh, Almighty, he he's been giving chance after chance after chance. God dang, I I can't stand that dog. Scott Brooks got to go. He ain't coaching nothing. <laughs> he ain't coaching. I mean, but what? I mean, my, I mean, he's been. He, he got been the, for what, five six years, hasn't he? Right, but you gotta understand, he got John Wall. Who? John it's hard. Been, I mean, he's been John Wall been John hurt though. With, but he's been with John Wall when he's been healthy, and they had a decent team. Scott Brooks was a coach when they had Paul Pierce. Come on now, Mal, Paul Pierce was on his last right. leg. Paul, when he was Paul, Paul, look, I, I can't stand Paul Pierce either. I, I, I can't, I can't stand him. But the man hit some clutch shots for those boys, and he was, and he was a key uh, piece in that that season. I mean, granted, they, they, did they do anything? No, they went to the playoffs that year, is, but they had LeBron. He said, "Huh." They went to the power yeah. I just think it's hard. John Wall has been hurt. I mean, don't get I'm not saying Scott versus a great coach, but who could do I mean, you guys, it's hard. I mean, we could bring some Miles in, but I don't know who who will resurrect who's gonna bring Washington back up. Oh, it's, it's gonna, I feel like I feel like a coach like that, you know, a coach like that. Uh, 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 that team needs a coach that has a backbone. You know what I'm saying? Like Scott Brooks, Scott Brooks just isn't respected in my opinion. And I feel like you need a coach that doesn't care. About John Wall's popularity or Brad Beal's popularity or their ego, sit them down and let them know what's really real. You know, you need to stop doing all this other shit. You need to stop doing all this other. You know, I can't, I can't, can't win the championship with you playing like that. You know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need you to start passing more, hit your jumpers. And be more consistent because that's I feel like that's John Wall's problem. He's he's at times he knows how to pace himself, but then he goes a hundred miles an hour, and then and then and then his jump shots is is just so inconsistent. The man can't he can't really shoot. He's improved, but even from what we see, that's still not enough. Right. You know, but yeah, that's my biggest knock on him too is his jump shot. Like, look at the best backcourts in the NBA: Damian Lillard, CJ. They both can shoot the ball. Clay and Steph. They both can shoot the ball. John Wall and Bradley Beal aren't going to be able to take that next step until John Wall develops a consistent jump shot because mm-hmm. people are going to give him that shot all day long as a coach. If I'm if I'm coaching right now and I'm looking at the Wizards, I'm telling them, okay, John Wall has to beat us from the perimeter. Don't let him get to the rack. We're going to make him beat us from the perimeter. So that should be what he's working on right now as he's rehabbing, putting up 1,000 mm-hmm. shots a day, 2,000 shots a day, three balls because we know he can shoot a good pull-up mid-range. That's the next step. He needs to be able to hit that consistent three ball but um as far as scott brooks man i feel like i would if i'm the gm of the wizards i'm gonna get him i'm gonna give him one more year and i'm gonna give him john a healthy john wall and a healthy bradley bill and see if he can take us to the playoffs if he can't take us to the playoffs with both of them being healthy then yeah it's time for him to go okay okay well uh let's move it to the next game 
Well, look, let, let me just get this one out of the way. This one's going to be short and sweet anyway. Let's get the, the, the Pelicans and the Nets. All right, they got they 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 got the they got the break beat off of them yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Nets did, it, it, and it's it's kind of just waste. You know, saying waste the energy to put any words towards this team. Um, I'll I'll just I'll just talk about the Pelicans real quick. Uh, shoot, I to be honest with you, I I barely watched this game. I, I just I just didn't see any chances from from the starting lineup. I didn't see any chance of these guys making any noise. I yeah I I have nothing on the net, Nets and the Pelicans. I don't know about y'all. I don't got nothing, man. Um, Pelicans, you know, they can do they do what they can do, you know. But I'm, Nets, y'all can y'all can just y'all can go back to Brooklyn. I'm I'm just gonna throw about it. I mean, it. I watched it. I you know I kind of. Figure we knew what was going to happen with the Nets. Um, I wanted to see kind of Jamal Crawford, um, kind of see what he's going to do. Um, Justin Anderson, because he's from out my way. I kind of <laughs> want to see what they're going to do with, you know, with this time. I think it's almost like a trial for some of those guys, too. Um, Carl, I think it's Levert. Levert's playing, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I want to see kind of what he's going to do. But like you said, I mean, it's just a couple teams that I'm just like, we know what we're going to get. The Nets, you know, they kind of they they kind of had to come in because of where they were seated at in the in the right. in the sense. It's the same thing almost with the Wizards. Like, are these young guys how they're gonna take it? I I think it was good that they got Jamal Crawford. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see kind of what happens. But it's also it may be a waste of time for him because he's not he's not playing with you know any. He just you know it's just he's just playing with a bunch of guys that really don't kind of understand. So it should be. But that's kind of my take. Um, the Pelicans. They are who they, you know. I think they are. No, Zion didn't play yesterday, so interesting to see what happens when he comes back. They say he's he's slimmed down and he's you know he's kind of lost his weight. He's muscled up, so I kind of want to see kind of what what happens with him um, and things like that. So that's kind of my take on that on that game right there. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I only watched highlights. Um, but from the highlights, what I saw, Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram looked real smooth. He looked composed. And I feel like that's his that's his biggest um you know thing that he has to get down just to pick his spots and not you know force so many shots contested shots you know it's a forty eight minute game so you don't have to come down and force every possession that's that's been his biggest thing early in the season and then he kind of you know grew out of that and ended up being an all star but I think if he stays consistent with that picking his spots being able to move the ball knowing that he's gonna get it back because he is their go to scorer. I think he's gonna be fine. But other than that, the the Pelicans, I think they'll they'll make a little bit of noise in this in this playoff bubble, but they they won't they're not gonna contend for any championships. I think it's developing for the future, like you said, Brendan. Yeah. Well, quick quick thing on the Nets. Uh I just I just just thinking about what that team could have been doing with that health. Not health but 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 the youth. You know, if if, if Spencer Dinwiddie didn't get Caught with the corona, then uh, having having a healthy Karis Levert after coming back after fracturing his ankle, dropping fifty like that Karis Levert, like you said, Brendan, I forgot about it. I really, I really want to see what he can do because on another team, he'll be he'll 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 be he'll be he'll be one great asset for him to drop fifty off the bench and like just 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 I I can just imagine potential with him. Dinwiddie, Kyrie, KD. If 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 Kyrie learns how to be a point guard and facilitate to his guys, 
that would be that would be a stupid team right there because that'll give that'll give Karras and Denver the confidence to take those shots that they know they can make instead of just giving up the safety blanket to Kyrie or KD and say, you know, so they can they they can get their own shot off. So mm-hmm. kind of sucks not to see the team that that team at full strength because they they could have really made some noise, but it's always next year. So um, let's move on. Move on to the last game. You know the Heat and the Kings. I feel like this was, uh, in a way, the most interesting game to me because this this game uh, from what uh, from when I was watching it was was close the whole time. It was close from the it was close from the tip off, but I, uh, it was I think the largest lead that I saw that I can remember was fifteen to eight, and the Heat were up. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I think it was I think it was around a uh, seven point seven point difference or lower. The whole time, so this was a very competitive game. Um, from what I saw in the game, jitters like first uh, start off in the first quarter early, some jitters on the King side. Um, the injuries on this not injuries, but the uh, the the ones who didn't play, uh, Bagley, uh, Darren Fox, uh, Kendrick Nunn, and then Bam, Adebayo or Adebayo. I I, I can never get my man's name right. I apologize. Yeah, Adebayo. So, um, of course, no team was at their full strength. The the the, the Kings, they that's a team just like I said about the Wizards. I feel they need that veteran guy that still has it in them that can rein them because they just they're just a hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 have a lot of talent. Buddy Hill, I I, I like Buddy Hill. That boy that boy's a shooter, straight up shooter. He shoots with 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 no care. You know he'll 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 pull up straighten your face off the uh, off the dribble. It, it 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 may be the it may be the most contested shot, but it is it's a it's a chance it'll go in. Mm-hmm. You know he's just he's just one of those guys. He's one of those shooters. I put him in the top uh top seven best shooters in the league. You know, yeah you have talent like that. Then of course you have De'Aaron Fox, but like he wasn't playing. Um, I feel like I feel like that game they missed De'Aaron. Having De'Aaron, I feel like they would have won. Um, because of course Kendrick Nunn wasn't playing, so they didn't have anybody to counteract that speed. You know, they, the 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 Heat had Goran Dragic, and he played well. And that's another thing with Goran Dragic. I forgot the whole time that he was still on the team for a period. You know, for, for a period, because I thought he was going to be on his way out of the league. I didn't think he was going to have a job because people were asleep on his skill set. But he improved his game. He started hitting the three. A more consistent clip. Um, started averaging more assists. Started started going to the paint with, with aggression. Started finishing, and then he kind of found his role coming off the bench for the Heat. And I'm and I'm glad he stuck there for as long as he did. Um, talking about the Heat, I'll be on the Heat right now. Duncan Robinson mm-hmm. and uh, Tyler Hero again. I I like Tyler Hero. The the the, the, the boy got moxie. Yeah. The 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 man the man the man is ready for the big moments. He 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 had some tough buckets yesterday, and I was wasn't I wouldn't say I'm surprised, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm interested to see what else he got in 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 in, in, in his Duffy. You know, Duncan Robinson. We all know he can shoot threes. He was five or eight from three last night, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And then uh, Tyler Tyler had uh 15 or 16. You know, and I feel like they need to. Have those fifteen and twenty point games on a consistent basis for them to be the sleeper team. 
you know, like for them to really make that noise, they need to really be consistent like that on a regular basis, I feel. Because, mm-hmm. uh, of course, you got Jimmy Butler. He's going to bring what, bring his energy. Bam's coming back. Kendrick Nunn will come back. Um, Igudala and Jay Crowder are great pieces. That's a that's a that's a great uh backup uh two two backup players mm-hmm. that can uh sit on your bench and really keep the energy going. Because Jay Crowder can hit that corner three, and then that'll shift the momentum. And Andre Gudala, being a being a, uh being a good ball handler, you know, can can play one through the can honestly in a way can play one through the four, you know, depending on who your four is, but definitely one through the right. three. Um, great decision maker. Again, veteran guys. Veteran guys uh on teams that have a lot of young talent are, are essential because they can they can they've seen it all. They've seen all the players. So they can they can definitely give them some tips on when to do this and when to do that, when to take this shot, when to make this pass, what plays to run, what sets to use. So the 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 heater the, the heater in a great position to make some noise in this bubble. Uh, and I can't wait to see every team, but especially the Heat at uh, full strength. Yeah, I agree. I think the Heat are one of the the deeper teams in the East. It's between them and the uh and the Bucks for me, as far as the deepest teams in the East. But like you said, they just need that consistency out of Tyler Hero. He he's a knockdown shooter. The next step is him being able to get all the way to the bucket when they're running them off of those screens. Um. I didn't watch the highlights or the game of this game yesterday, so I won't comment on it. But as far as the Kings, they thought Harrison Barnes was going to be that veteran player that they could bring in and, and you know, lead those lead those younger guys because he has championship pedigree with the Warriors. But he hasn't he hasn't really done anything in, in Sacramento as well. So I think that's something they got to identify in free agency is somebody that not, necess- not necessarily is coming in to score the ball or anything like that, just somebody that can be a locker room guy. That's all the Kings really need. Somebody that can be an extension of the court. That's, I mean, uh, an extension of the coach on the court. You know what I'm saying? They don't need somebody that's going to go out there and average 20, 25 because they have De'Aaron Fox. They have Marvin Bagby. They have other scoring pieces. They just got to put it all together. And that's going to that's gonna come with time. So I think this time in the bubble is going to be good for them as far as developing just like the Wizards, just like the Nets. Um, I watched it. Um, let's see. My first note was person stood out with Duncan Robinson. Um, like I say, he went five for eight. He's a knockdown guy. He's gonna be he's gonna be pivotal um, to their success going forward in the East. Uh, I think the Heat, like we said, I think we talked about the Heat are a sleeper. You got Jimmy Butler, and I think Jimmy Butler finally found a team where he can not necessarily tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. But there's not a guy that's gonna that's gonna question what he says, and I think that's gonna make the right. that's gonna help the Heat out. And Eric Spoelstra is gonna let him do his thing. Um, Tyler Hero, like we like we said, he he's impressed me since high school. <laughs> I saw him play. I remember watching him play on the circuit, and I was like, man, he is impressive. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler's taking him under his wing. Um, he's always had that attitude and that like. Malk said that moxie and a lot of guys it's hard a lot of guys you, you're you not you had to be born with that you that that's just in your blood that's in your DNA like I got it you know what I'm saying and right. from the way Tyler Hero just from the way he just his look when he comes to the gym he he just has it um like you said we talked about draw uh going Dragons. I liked him from um from the Suns he's a good he's a good guard he's gonna get he's gonna give you what 
You need he's going to be consistent mm-hmm. in his play. He's going to all we know what we're going to get. He's a lefty. He's going to create, find the open guy. Um, Kelly Olynyk, same way. I think Kelly Olynyk fits in perfectly. Him and him and Bam complement each other very well. Kelly Olynyk is more finesse in mid range. He can kind of pick and pop. Bam's going to pick and go to the basket, and Bam is going to be kind of that enforcer like a Montrezl Harrell is for the Clippers. And Bam's not going to question what Jimmy Butler says. So Jimmy Butler loves how this team is made up. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, he didn't play. That's right. Um, he's another guy. Um, and then who's the who's the um the bouncy? Um, Derek Jones. Derek Jones. He's another. He's another one that's going to catch you, and he'll he'll put one on your head, and that will get them going. So I feel like the Heat have a good yes, have a good eight or nine, and they each know their role, and they they got Jimmy Butler, who's gonna, you know. He's gonna tell them what they need to do, and they're gonna just go do it for him. So I think Jimmy Butler finally found like Minnesota wasn't the place because Cat, you know, rest in peace to his mom. But Cat would question what Jimmy Butler said. Jimmy Butler went to the Sixers. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are two um, max contract guys. They're not gonna listen. Joel Embiid's like, why am I gonna listen to you, Jimmy Butler? Mm-hmm. That was his guy, but at the same time, it wasn't really his guy. Ben Simmons really doesn't love the game, so Jimmy Butler felt like, man, I probably want to take Ben Simmons under my wing, but. He doesn't. He he doesn't really want to grind. You know, Tyler Hero's gonna grind. Right. He he. Ben Simmons wants to be a celebrity. So I feel like that part. I feel like this Heat team is very dangerous because of they they have a leader and now they kind of you know they're just they they're gonna chuck along and they're gonna slowly but surely come. Um, with the Kings, I mean, you know, I'm out. Buddy Hill didn't really stand out to me yesterday. I feel like he should have took more shots. Um, he didn't take his first three. He didn't make it until the. One minute left in the second quarter. I was like, man, where's Buddy Hill? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there he is. Like you said, he's a top six, seven shooter in the league. He should be he should take two or three a quarter easily. He should be set to run for him. Um I think court like and I think they're in the same spot like PD said, like the Wizards, they're just they're just playing the seed. It's a tryout for guys. Like this is a trial. Mm-hmm. You gotta are you gonna be able to do Corey Joseph? This is maybe his last his last stop. Um Harry Giles should become more aggressive now. Um, he, mm-hmm. He's got to take a next step. He said those Duke guys, you yes, got to take the next step now. Now you're coming off injury. You know, I feel like Harry Johnson got to take the next step. Marvin Bagley, he's out, right? He hurt his – what did Mar- Marvin Bagley got hurt? He's not coming back, correct? If I saw that correctly. Um, oh, I thought I thought he was just out for a second. He didn't join the team. I, I think we got to look that up. We got to look that up. But I thought he got hurt. I thought he was out, but I could be wrong. Um, but I think he's the same way. All those guys are the same way. Um, the Kings are kind of – they're just trying to find their niche and kind of just play much play and just just play to play. So that's kind of my take on the um, on that game right there. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, 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 let's get into this one here. This is a talk that I've been uh, waiting to do for a little minute, you know. Uh, I have had this conversation with other guys, you know, on Twitter and in person. Uh, there's a subtopic that I want to get into, but we'll save that for the next episode. And I think that'll be a very good one. I want to uh, put in perspective of skill set versus athleticism. And then we're going put to in, put in perspective with that. But we'll, we'll, we'll go more in detail on that later. But um, this is for MVP talk. Of the season, um, I personally don't like when they wait till the playoffs to do this stuff, man. Just, just, just give me the uh, 
That's not say that's what I said. I'm sorry. I hate when they wait. Um, I hate when they don't give the uh, awards towards the end of the season. You know, I know it's a regular season award. That's cool and all. But if you're not going to do what you did in the regular season in the playoffs, I personally don't care. I don't think you're an MVP guy. I need you to do this all year round. Whether you make it to the playoffs or whether you're not, granted, you probably won't be MVP if you don't make the playoffs. But you have to you have to keep this consistency going throughout the whole the whole season when it matters the most. You know, right. so first, uh, I'm, I'm just go down the numbers. Um, Braun has Braun averaged uh, twenty five seven uh, twenty five basically eight and ten. Uh, seven, eight rebounds, ten assists. Um, in year seventeen, and the, his ten point six assists are is the uh, that's the league leader. Again, in age, uh, age, but year seventeen, he is the league leader in assists, still putting up twenty five and eight. That's crazy. Um, then you got Giannis, and and LeBron is also shooting about fifty percent from the field. Then you have Giannis, who's averaging basically almost thirty, twenty nine point six. Uh, snags 13.7 rebounds with a 5.8 assist, shooting at a uh, 55% from the field. You know, it's cool. It's cool. Then you got Kawhi from the Y, <laughs> 26.9, 27 points, uh, about seven assists, uh, not seven assists, seven rebounds, and he ends up with five assists on the dot. And he, then he's shooting 47% from the field. Um, you got AD, uh, 26, 27 points, uh, about about 10 rebounds. Then he's uh, he has 3.1 assists, and then he's shooting 51% from the field. You got Harden, 34, 6, and uh, 7. You know, he's shooting 44% from the field. I'm not surprised. Um, you got Luka. He's averaging about 29 points. Uh Nine rebounds, about nine assists, you know, then he's shooting at forty six percent. Um, this isn't in order of how I got the MVP, you know, but this is just from the names I just wrote down. If I were to do it in order, um I first off I'm giving it to LeBron and just just straight up and down like six o'clock. Like there's no way this man should not be MVP of this year. Okay, like the, the the pieces he's had to incorporate in his offense, the 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 new coaches, new coaching style, fighting in the West against the Clippers. They have the number one. They have the number one uh record in the West. When people said they they didn't have a chance, they were on the brink of punishing everybody before the before the season ended. They they had just beat up on the uh the Bucks. Then they beat up on the Clippers. They were gonna go on a roll. You know, it was just inevitable when when they were going to win this championship. But LeBron is averaging ten assists in the year seventeen. I, it, it's just the 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 amount of energy that he's still showing. Granted, he's still uh, showing some signs of age, you know, but he's still putting up about twenty six, eight, and ten. That's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Then and then you have Giannis, he's averaging thirty, shooting fifty five. Uh, I I didn't I didn't put down the three point percentage. I'm not too sure on that, but 
it's cool, but I just don't see uh I think that team can still win without him being there. They they probably won't be as most successful, but that team that team can win without him. They're they're made they're made to win without Giannis. Um because you can replace any seven footer in there, then they still have the same pieces that can do the can do the exact same thing. Uh Brooke Lopez, shooter, uh stretch five, smart guy, low post guy, can you know, like I said, step back uh step out and shoot a jumper. Um he has great like he just has great pieces around him. And I just I don't feel like I I feel like he doesn't show up in moments enough for me. He just doesn't he just doesn't show up enough for me, you know. But I'm gonna say what I really want to say for Giannis for the next topic, you know, because I really don't want to get into that right now. But let's move on to uh, Kawhi for me. It's uh twenty like it's a twenty seven seven and uh five forty seven percent. Um. Uh, you can, but it just doesn't seem like an MVP season for Kawhi for me. It doesn't. It just doesn't have the feel. Um, AD, he's putting up great numbers, twenty six nine, you know, fifty one percent. But it's just that's catered based off what LeBron, you know, because he's getting those ten assists. So LeBron has a a big a uh, big hand in those points. Um, we got Harden. I don't. Nobody's MVP shooting forty four percent from the field. I can't have it. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many points you averaging. This just ain't gonna work. He just don't show up enough for me, so we gonna leave it at that. We got Luca. I wouldn't be mad if some people had Luca as MVP because he is putting up great numbers in year two. You know, so this is it two or three this, this year like two. Yeah, two. yeah, year two. You're uh sixth, uh, sixth or fifth in MVP votes. That's fire. That's crazy. And he's put up the numbers that he's putting up. I like it. But uh have put in order. I'm going Braun one. Um uh I'll go I'll go Giannis too. Keep uh, I'll keep him right there. Then I'll go uh A D. Then I'll finish out with Kawhi and then Luca and Harden. They can battle it out for the fifth spot. Mm-hmm. You know, but I got Braun one. Giannis two, AD three, and then Kawhi four. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna go through. I'm not gonna go through the numbers because you just went over the numbers. So I'm gonna just go straight into my list. Um, I'm not gonna James Harden. That's my guy. I love James Harden. One of the most prolific scorers in the league. He's gonna stay off my list. So at the fifth spot, I got Kawhi. Um, simply just because of the fact that he has one of the deeper teams from everybody that we're talking about. So he has a lot more help around him. He's not asked to do as much. I'm going to have Luca at number four. Just because, like you said, Mo, this is year two, and he's damn near averaging a triple-double already, um, which is tough to do. Only Russell Westbrook's been the only person that's been doing that. So I got Luca at number four. I got AB at number three. Um, he's had a good year. He's leading the Lakers in scoring. Um, I didn't think he was going to adapt to playing with LeBron this quickly um, coming from New Orleans, but he, he's proved me wrong. Um, now this one, at number two, I know people are going to be mad. I got LeBron, too, and Giannis as the MVP for the repeat, simply because of the fact that Giannis 
has the overall best record in the league right now. Um, they're the number one overall seed in this playoff bubble. Um, and then two, if you take, I disagree with what you said, Mal. If you take Giannis off of the Bucks, there they go from the the first seed to probably the eighth seed, if not worse. If you take Giannis, if you take Giannis off the Bucks, they immediately, immediately, they you take twenty, you take twenty games, they go from a sixty-win team to a forty-one to forty-five-win team at at best. Yes, I'm I'm dead serious, bro. You you got to look at they do everything runs through Giannis. You can't put the ball in Chris Middleton's hands and say. Go give me 30 points a game like you're doing with Giannis. Chris Middleton comes off the screen. He's not a shot creator. He can't get his own shot off the dribble. He's got to have it created for him. Eric Bledsoe, he's gonna have to be asked to do more if you take Giannis off the uh off the team. He's not a he's not a go-to scorer like that. He's a transition scorer. Like a lot of these guys can't give you buckets. He's not a he's not Kyrie. He's not Harden. He's not Westbrook. He ain't none of these points that could go get their own shot. So the Bucks have a lot of shooters, and they and they constructed this roster based off of Giannis, which is going straight to the basket, dishing out for the three ball. That's all they have is shooters, and that's what they constructed the roster. Huh? Man, that makes it work. I say Budenholzer, I feel like can work that offense. He can he can get those shooters open. He can get them boys open, and uh, yeah, Pat Connaughton off the bench. Uh, a defensive energy guy that's great. You got George Hill and uh, who's leading. And if you didn't know who who is shooting forty eight uh, from Jesus. the three, Mal, let me ask you a question: Which team? Which team is better, the Raptors last year or the Bucks this year? Uh, this is easy, Malcolm. I like the Raptors. Last yeah, hundred percent. I, I think I agree with PB a little bit. Um, I think that. That Raptors team last year was probably one of the best constructed teams in a long time. I'm not even lying to you. Like without Kawhi, they were still they weren't great. They were good, but this Bucks team without um, I think they're perfect. But I think they're perfect for Giannis because, like he said, when Giannis drives, George like the first time that the Lakers played the Bucks, I promise you, they they shot the lights out, and I was like, dog, there's nothing you can do. Like George Hill striking. Pat McConaughey striking, Chris Middleton striking, but take Giannis off. Now who's gonna who's gonna draw that double team to kick out? A lot of those guys they can't they they can't really play one on one like that. You know no, what I'm saying? Like they, they they need that. Let me drive, boom, Giannis drive. I got a double. Now I'm gonna kick out. I'm gonna hit shots. Right. So but, I but, but, but to me like that's when you that's when you got like like all these guys are great team players. So when you have great offensive sets. Which I feel like Budenholzer can uh can create some good offensive sets to get those guys in those shots that they can that uh that they get with uh with with Giannis but just without the dribble penetration you can still get the the, the, the shooters open but it's just not gonna be by dribble penetration you, you have to set some uh some, some back screens with these guys it's not gonna be the same with Giannis of course but but these guys can still get their get their own shots up enough. To be competitive. That's the thing. You're right. You're right. They still can run all the back screens and all the picks they want to, but they don't have that decoy anymore. That's the problem. The decoy is Giannis. You have to account for Giannis. So if you're not accounting for Giannis, he's going straight to the cup and he's finishing. Now you take him off. Now you can double. You can double down on some of these back screens. You could double down on some of these screens and put and throw two people at somebody 
and make somebody else beat you that can't score the ball. That's where they run into problems. That you got. You look at the Warriors, man. The Kevin Durant was the same way with the Warriors, man. You have to account for KD, so you can't run two people off of Steph and Clay. It's the same thing. He's right. So PV, you said your yeah. top. You said your order. Yeah, I got LeBron at okay. number two and uh, Giannis number one. Okay. Um, only thing I would change, I would, you know, I'm gonna have, um, you know, I'm gonna have LeBron in my one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have Giannis at my two, just because. I mean, I feel like in year seventeen, the numbers, and I feel like this is my only argument on why, because when LeBron was in the East and he was doing what he was doing, nobody gave him credit. But all of a sudden, now that Giannis is in the East. And now it's like, but LeBron in the West and the Lakers are killing it in the West. Yeah. Not, not just like, they, they went on a run. I forgot what they went, 15, what they went, 15 in a row? If, I, if, I'm, if I'm wrong, mistaken, I think they won 15 in a row. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just like, sure. oh, everybody's like, oh, like LeBron, oh. Like, come on, y'all. Y'all said he couldn't get it done in the West. Now he's, he's running through. And in that last little stretch that, Malcolm said, like, when they beat the Bucks at full strength, and then they turn around, they had to play the Clippers at the back. So, um, I would put that, and then I would put – I put James Harden above above Kawhi. I just don't think – I think James Harden doesn't get the credit he deserves. It, it Year in and year out, he produces. I'm he not does. saying – I'm not – and we're talking about – and we're, we're talking about – regular season out, so right now I can't really talk about his playoff, but I got to put him above Kawhi, but it's still hard because I can go Kawhi 3A, I can go James Harden 3A, Kawhi 3B, because Kawhi's having a year, and it's just Kawhi, like, we it's don't, quiet. it's not, yeah, it's quiet, but that's what he does. Right. He won, he won a championship, he won a championship last year, and he beat the MVP in the playoffs, so I would go there, and then I would put I mean, really, AD and Luca would be four A and four B, really, because actually, I would put Luca above AD. And I love AD, but AD defensive player of the year to me, Luca would be above him because Luca's yeah. Luca's playing at an MVP level. Lucas, Lucas, and I forgot who said it. Oh, it was Max Kellerman. But Luca's playing at a, he's not the MVP, but he's playing at an MVP level right. this year. So that would be kind of my. I'd put Luca above AD, and then I would put. Harden above Kawhi, so that's mm-hmm. kind of my order there. I wanted to kind of keep it short and sweet with that, but yeah, that's kind of that's my order there with um with my MVP race. Okay, so both of y'all got LeBron at one. We pretty much got the same list except for the three through five, but our top two is the same. Y'all got LeBron, I got Giannis. Right. I I, I just I just can't get with this Harden man. I'm sorry. You know what I'm I'll just be that guy that that kind of disagrees with about Harden every time because I just can't stand it, dog. Like and 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 I try to keep it as unbiased as possible. And 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 this is really just my unbiased opinion. I really just do not like his play style. It's not it's it's not so much him, but it's just his play style. I can't give a guy credit that shoots as much as he does and you and and you only shooting forty four percent dog like gosh my pass the ball change it up do something man I, I just I, I I'm 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 not the hardest fan we we gonna really have to have this conversation for another day because I will go in okay I will go in but uh yeah 
But Malk, you might you yes. might um you might see your uh your theory come to fruition next year because if the Bucks lose early and they don't make it to the finals, oh you best believe Giannis is gone because he's a free agent this summer. Giannis Giannis oh, yeah, Giannis gone. not coming back. You saw there's you, no there, you, there's 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 no need for him to come right. back. Well, I mean, if he wants to win, I mean, honestly, I don't know where. Well, okay, well, quick question. So let's make this a quick one. Uh, where do you think he would go? Golden State. If he were to leave, wow, wow. I'm done, done with basketball. I'm done with basketball. He goes to Golden State. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm no, no no lie. If he goes to Golden State, he's just as soft as KD. And I mean, and I mean that with every every letter. Every word that I just said, he, he, if he goes, and this and this State, is what I think is gonna happen. Golden State is gonna get the number one pick. They're gonna do a sign and trade with Milwaukee. Milwaukee's gonna get that number one pick. Giannis is gonna go to the Golden State as a free agent. That's exactly what's about to happen if they lose. Mm-hmm. I want to see Giannis go to Washington. I don't see him. I don't see him going to Washington though. That don't. I don't see how that fits for Bradley Bill. That's gonna take the ball out of his hands more. Shit, no, it won't. Not, not for real, for real. If you again, Scott Brooks got to go. I'm making Giannis do Giannis things. I'm not. You're not bringing the ball to the court. You're gonna get your big ass <laughs> on that paint, and we and and we gonna work. You know, a, 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 occasionally you can bring the ball up the court. You know, you get the rebound, you can push. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna put you back towards the basket. We're gonna use your length, right? Okay, that that Bradley Bill and John Wall with with with, with with the guy as young and as athletic as Giannis, they can get up the right. floor. That that's a that's a nightmare of a backcourt. Well, that backcourt, of course, you got John Wall and Brad Bill, but like having those yeah. three able to move on the court, and, you, and, and John Wall and Bradley Bill can can be clutch. They can they they can do some things in the clutch for you. They can take pressure off of Giannis. Giannis can just be chill. Giannis Giannis can just be his height. And then and then y'all already have height with the Wizards again with TB. With Mo Wagner, yes. and you can stretch the floor with Bertans. Imagine if Giannis goes to the Wizards; that would be fire. Stay in the East; that's your best chance of doing anything. Because if you go to the West, you're late. Again, with the Warriors, that's just the cheat code. But if you want to really be competitive and want to go to the finals every year, I go to the Wizards. But Mal, time out, time out. I don't know how much money they got though. But now, hold on. You you said that you're gonna have you. They're keeping. How are they gonna keep all three max players? Mike, you can't keep all. You can't uh, can't three max. John Wall's got to go, and you can't put Giannis right. back to the back. Think about that. Coaching. Why would I put Giannis back to the basket? He's not gonna play. I got. He's got to like you said. He's got to be an open floor. He's got to create. Then Bradley Bill is more open. But you can't put Giannis. He's not gonna play for you, Malcolm. You gonna what you gonna say? Come on, Dale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, this is the yeah. See, this is why. See. You got to put Giannis on the floor. You can't put Giannis back to Malcolm. You got to think you of these dudes. He goes. Back. He, in, in the open floor, what can he do? Run. You can't shoot, boy. I but that's been working. Shoot, Malcolm, You under, I understand what you're – nobody's doubt what you're saying about – but why would you make somebody do something that they – That hasn't been stopped yet. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody's stopping I'm not, Giannis no, no, no. coming downhill, Malcolm. It's not the same as it's not the same as Ben Simmons. This is something different. No, this is yeah, different. This is, a, yeah, this is successful. I get what y'all are saying. I do. I really get what y'all are saying. 
I'm not saying I'm going to strictly keep him there, but I am going to put you back to the basket. You like, like I said, you you can still have your free reign at a a couple times during the game where you get the ball off the rebound, you push it up yourself, and you get your sets going. I'm not saying you can't do that at all. Jokic does right, that. but I can. I'm a lot more easy with Jokic doing it because he can hit a pull up, a pull up. Giannis started shooting the ball a little bit better too, Michael. Giannis this year been shooting, he been shooting the ball a little bit better, a little bit, uh, not great, uh, but I'm, uh, I'm just saying he been he he his mid range improving, bro. He's improved by Yeah, but that, that that's <laughs> what we want. That's what we ask for in my superstar. Yeah, at least he putting in the work. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. Ben Simmons so, not doing doing none of that. Giannis is slightly improving year by year, and I'll give him that because I've seen him hit a couple threes consistently in a game, three, four threes in a game this year. We ain't never seen that out of Ben Simmons. Well, we have, we have. But yeah, I, that's what that's what I think might happen next year if they lose in this bubble early to somebody they don't got no business losing to. He's up out of there, and I think he's going to Golden State. So we we gonna see next year if the Bucks if he leaves if he can win if they if they well, can they win can. yeah we'll see. That's for sure. That's what's up, man. Well, everybody, tune in. Well, I will. We'll, we will be tuning in today. The Lakers play the Mavs. This is what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting to see my man Bron. They actually play within the next. Uh, 30, 45 minutes. What time? 3.30. 3.30? Oh, my God. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Game time. Prime time. Yes, yes. <laughs> now we got it. Then the uh, Trailblazers. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold up. I think, no, the Trailblazers play the Pacers at 3.45. Then the Lakers play the Mavericks at 7. I apologize. Okay. They had to get that prime time. Yeah, they had to get that prime time. Yeah, I forgot. And, like, that'll be a good game there, too. That'll be a good one. See what Luca and uh, KP do if they are playing. I, I believe they yeah. are. I guess the against the Lakers get a first look at the Lakers. I, I want to see what Deion Waiters and Jr. bring. Oh my God, I can't wait! Oh, I can't wait to see Deion Waiters. Jr. Smith, not Deion Waiters. Oh my, I cannot wait. I was itching yeah. for that Deion Waiters return. I was like itching, and we got my, we got Morris back today too. He cleared protocol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, oh. I can't wait. I can't wait. And Caruso, I can't. I'm a Caruso guy. I'm a Caruso guy. Yeah, so, big, big guy. I try to tell people, dog, when I seen Caruso at the PIT, the man was a problem. Problem. <laughs> I can't. Oh man, I can't stress to people how much I, I was impressed, and I and I, I I was I was just in. In, in shock when the Lakers uh picked them up. I was like, please, please stay on this roster, dog. Please stay on this roster because you're going to be something. You're going to be something, man. Look at you. Headband Russo. This man here got a staple. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. This is this concludes today's episode of Let's Talk Ball. You know, we appreciate everybody listening. Oh, and, definitely. And, uh, Anybody like like Brendan said last week, uh anybody well that last week, last episode, if anybody has any tips, comments for us, anything is welcome. Any anything, any feedback is welcome. So we appreciate you all listening. You guys wanna sign off? And we appreciate the support, man. We're coming back with new content every week. We appreciate the support. We'll be back with better stuff next week. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Um happy to be doing this. Um 
you got like Malcolm said, just let us know if there's anything you want to talk about. Um, or if you feel like you can come on here and talk a little bit of ball with us, um, just let us know. So happy to be doing this. Another great, another great episode. Yes, sir. All right. Everybody, be safe. God bless. Wash your hands. And we gone.